Listener Production. Welcome back to the Today Show. Joy around the world this morning as the government mandated break is finally over. Hundreds of thousands swarmed the streets. It was like a sea of people. Now it's come together in a spontaneous outburst of emotion. I have never seen more grown men with tears in my eyes at any time in my life. Hamish Blake and Andy Lee, known for their hatred of holidays, are finally back where they want to be most, working. Someone must stand up to the government. I mean, it's been horrific for us, but I'm just glad I'm on the other side. Now watch this drive. Man, the government thinks they can stop us working, and they can at the moment. We'll never stop fighting. Now watch this drive. Sorry, dive. Now to some positive news. The government-mandated break that holds Hamish and Andy back from working is finally over. I have to accept the party room's decision, but uh, the Prime Minister has come out after that and he's talked about a plebiscite, talked about putting this issue to the Australian people, and if that's what it takes to get it through, then I'm all for that. Many Australians are confused as to why the mandate exists at all, but we're thrilled it's now complete for 2023. I was literally so anxious throughout the whole thing, but like I'm so stoked right now. Your government seems to be changing every day. Where do you think it's going? (laughs) That's the government's problem, he says, not mine. Such an astonishing moment in history. For some, it was a special family moment. It was a wonderful feeling to call my son at home who's sleeping because he's in exams and say, hey, guess what? Incredible for me, it's... uh... I can't describe really the, my feelings. It's uh, something unreal for me. Let there be a thousand blossoms blooms as far as I'm concerned. You know, but I ain't spending any time on it because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One! The break is over. Thank goodness, Ham. Already? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was actually just driving back in here to pick up a bit of stuff I left, you know, to keep me going through the mandated break. Break, Yes. um, Which, of course, we spent... I think the reason it seems so quick mm. was just because we spent the whole bloody thing in court. And complaining. Yeah, And complaining yeah. about Claire's back here. Of... But I, I came back in to get some more reflex, a ream of reflex paper yep. to take to the legal <laughs> offices just because we were printing another demand to mm. the government to let us back on. And I saw you guys and you went, well, I guess we abandoned the fight. <laughs> I guess, you know, put the put the paper back and let's get back to podcasting. It's nice to be back. Uh, ahoy to me piston, Hamish. Hello. <laughs> Ahoy to me camshaft. Jacko. Doing a lot of work over here. Ahoy. I don't think you're actually not. I think I'm as the piston. I do the work. You <laughs> just sit there and take it. Well the <laughs> I don't the, I, I'm, do. a, I'm assuming if I'm the shaft is the piston in me? <laughs> then I would well, I you want it to be. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, a mechanica, you, we could organise really anything. I was just saying, you would be nothing without me concealing what no, you do. You actually, no, no, you're, you're. I don't think I'm in you. Yeah, I think, I think you're, you're the camshaft you. is driven by the piston. Oh, thank so, you. So, 
you would be nothing. I mean, you're just sitting there waiting for me to get some motion happening, yes. and then I drive you. I'm a connecting rod, and of course we are apart. Without you, Andrew. <laughs> Without you, obviously, it all falls apart. We are, of course, an engine, and we're firing it back up for 2023. <laughs> we are, of course, an engine. And I, 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 none of us could probably do take apart a car, no. but I do know there's more than that to it. Mm. Yeah. I'm all electric now as well, so I only three pieces. know how an electric... Yeah. Still got a cam. Still got a cam. And you'd still have a piston. Yeah, still I don't really know. I think it's to do with magnets, is it? The electric it car? It is. It is. Yeah, no pistons. No pistons. Really? But, um, I mean, this is not what people were expecting <laughs> up to 12 weeks off, but my understanding is no pistons, but cams. That's where I'm seeing on the... And big on magnets. Yeah, I... Yep, yep, really? yep. All right, anyway, uh, ahoy also to Nick, who told us <laughs> yeah, what he This is definitely not what happened when Elon Musk sat down and went, right. But Henry T's Model T, yeah, Henry Ford started it. Yep. Where I want to go electric. How do we do it? Magnets. Well, I know we I don't think. need pistons, but I think it's big on magnets. <laughs> okay, well, you're ahead of magnets, and you're ahead of keeping pistons out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go from there. Ahoy to Nick. Uh, of course, he's the easy-to-use system at hamishandy.com. Tell us what he's up to. Ahoy, Hamish and Andy. Um, I just want to take you back to episode 100 where, Andy, you had a special guest, which was someone who's very popular in the podcast, which was the Simpsons guy. Mm-hmm. Um And I'm sure, Hamish, you remember at the start of the episode, you said you were going to bring a special guest on, but you cancelled him because Andy already had one. Um, And he actually said you're going to bring him back for episode 200. I'm hoping this isn't one of your famous Peter outs. And I look forward to seeing your guests on this final episode of the year. (laughs) Cheers, fellas. What a bummer. Going just after the whistle there. <laughs> so here we are at ep two oh one. Who was the guest then? The special guest. Yes. Uh well I did well I don't want to blow it because he could come on for episode three hundred. Okay. <laughs> He's free. He is free. But as soon as because we of course we did the slide party for episode two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as, as soon as I saw that getting yep. to get that happening. Mm-hmm. He still came that day to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when you and I yep. had our um, pilot's hats on before we went on down the air bridge to go down the plane? Yep. You might not have noticed that, but he turned up. At, he was there, sort of 20 or so metres behind the person taking the photo, and I just quickly shook my head and he sort of nodded. <laughs> <laughs> he so he, he was ready to go, and I called him off. Wow. Um, but he could, yeah, he so just sent me a text. Send me a text down the road. <laughs> yeah, sent me a text going, yeah, could do 300. So it's that halfway through 2025. <laughs> yeah. We look forward mm, to that. Another Hundo Eps. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep, to kick off, this year, it's hard to know where do you start with uh, a new podcast year. Um, but yep. the big craze over the government mandated break for us was chat GPT. For those who mm-hmm. don't know what this is, a bit of artificial intelligence where you can kind of ask it anything and it very accurately can compose either letters for you or tell you what to do in your life. So I did take the opportunity to turn to chat GPT and ask them a few questions for us to do with us lads and the podcast this year. Do you know what, Ando, can I, (laughs) I don't want to play a draw for wild on a draw for wild here, but, uh, I did exactly the same thing. And can I just say congratulations to ChatGPT because straight away it's predicted number one mm. 
in the top 10 things that I asked at What Would Andy Lee Talk About on the podcast this year. Number one, current events and news stories. So straight away, (laughs) GBT on Family Feud survey says he's got the correct answer. So chat GBT, there you go. And I'll and as the as the the weeks go by, I'll let you know if you hit any of the other ten. But that blows me away. That straight away at new you were going to talk current events and news stories. Wow. Um, I know a lot of That's people play this, so uh, we'll just jump into it on our terms. Which is the first question is how do we start the twenty twenty three Hamish Nanny podcast year? Will Jack even turn up? given it's just a hobby for him. Well, that's a leading question. What's the rule in court where you're not allowed to ask a question like no, that's, that? That's not it's a not leading court, question. It's not court, baby. It's robots. This is, <laughs> this is the future. You can ask leading questions in... It's, a, it's more of a curiosity, Yeah, isn't it? yeah. This is and I, I think if the judge was there, he would say, yeah. uh, Jackson overruled, I'll allow it. Yeah. Commonly known trait. <laughs> All right, what was the question again? Uh, how do we start the 2023 Hamish podcast year? Will Jack even turn up given it's just a hobby for him? As an AI language model, I don't have access to insider information on the plans or dynamics of the Hamish and Andy podcast team. Mm-hmm. However, I can suggest some general tips on how to approach starting a new podcast year and creating good content. Great. Great. Number one, plan ahead. Before starting a new podcast year, it's a good idea to plan out the content you want to cover in advance. Mm, yep, sure. Number two, <laughs> focus on your strengths. Hamish and Andy have a unique dynamic sense of humor that sets them apart from other podcasts. I mentioned of Jack. As such, it's important to focus on what you do best and play to your strengths. Thank you. Will. Number three, keep it fresh. Oh, While right. it's important to build on your strengths, it's also important to keep your content fresh and interesting. Mm-hmm. Consider trying out new segments or bringing in new guests to keep things exciting. Number four, (laughs) with regards to Jack, communicate with your co-host. If Jack is your co-host, it's important to communicate with him and ensure that you're both on the same page when it comes to the podcast. If he sees the podcast as a hobby, it's important to respect his boundaries and make sure that he's still willing and able to participate in the podcast. (laughs) Thank you, artificial intelligence. What? I mean, like, if he is a co-host, that's a great question. Just like, well, yeah, we like to think of him as that. But from Jack's framework, it might be that we're we're hobby witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. From where I sit, I see two co-hosts. Yes. But from where Jack sits, he might see two friends who have turned up to cheer him on at his hobby. (laughs) (laughs) The equivalent of when my nephew says, hey, do you want me to, do you want to see me fly a kite? I'm like, I could go or couldn't go. It's not really important to that day's kite flying. But to him, you might be a (laughs) co-pilot. That's interesting. Okay. Second question I asked is, how do we get around this government-mandated break? I mean, we hate yeah, having this three-month We'd break. love it to not come back next year. And will Cool Boys and the Frontman, our band, be playing a gig this year? As an AI language model, I do not have access to information yeah, yeah, about yeah, government yeah. mandates. Mm-hmm. However, I can offer some general information on how to handle government mandates and how to address potential conflicts among individuals. Number one. Follow government mandates. If there's a government mandate in place, it is important to follow it for the safety and well-being of everyone involved. This may require adjusting plans and schedules to comply with the mandate. Mm, Fair enough. Number two, (laughs) stay positive. It's easy to get discouraged when faced with obstacles. In terms of whether cool boys and the front man will play another gig this year, Mm. I do not have information on their plans. Mm. However, by following government mandates and exploring alternative solutions, 
they may be able to find ways to continue playing music for their fans. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the least rock and roll thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the whole of that Beatles documentary, but I, I do doubt that phrase comes up. I don't know, man. I think if we just continue to follow government mandates, <laughs> explore alternatives, we might be able to make music for our fans. I don't know. I we're, think that's what they want. We're called Kings of Leon and we follow government mandates. <laughs> We've been exploring a few uh, alternative solutions, so we hope this is pleasant music for our fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One last question I had. Over the break, who has lost touch the most with the common man, Jack, Hamish, or Andy? It would be unfair and unwise to speculate or make assumptions about whether Jack, Hamish, or Andy have lost touch with anyone or anything. Hmm. Have a go. <laughs> whether it's through their podcast or other endeavors, Jack, Hamish, and Andy have likely connected with many people and brought joy to their lives. True. Mm-hmm. It's important to recognize and appreciate these positive aspects of their work rather than focusing on negative assumptions or judgments. <laughs> However, uh, having said all of that, yeah, okay, good. Hamish has probably lost what? touch the most. I smell some tinkering. That's not open AI. That is polluted AI. <laughs> to me, to be fair, that kind of sounds like Jack. <laughs> Hey, last year was a very pancake-themed year on the podcast. Not- I am so glad we're revisiting this because I thought we'd put pancakes to bed, yeah. as, <laughs> as I think Jack's about to mention. Um, the location for our Christmas party for, as a team felt like a, a conclusion, didn't mm, it? To go to the pancake parlor. When we went to the pancake parlor in yeah. Melbourne. Andy was to- still a bit whingy, didn't you find, at the pancake parlor that it was all pancakes? Yeah. I thought I yep. embraced it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, there was general excitement when we discovered there's a cocktail called the Toblerone. As well. <laughs> no, no one could, could believe no. that two of the main themes of last year yeah. came together in one 11.30 lunch. And, and, and Jack, tell the listeners what Hamish and I um, organised for as a special guest. Oh, the well, what was he? The the current general manager yeah. of Pancake Keep it, keep, keep, keep it vague because we promised it'd stay off here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, hey, someone who was there at the beginning yeah, and could fill us in on all the a cost. lot of light. Yeah, quite a lot of light on the inner workings of uh, the turmoil that we covered. I think I think pretty thoroughly last year during the Pancake Wars. Hmm. I do have something pancake related to lodge as well, Jacko. If but so I just I'm, I'm really glad quick, you bring it up. I quickly wanted because I was a big, huge proponent of the pancake parlor last year. Mm. Gave him lots of love, and yep. I, I loved it as a kid. But then I got a little bit. Your mum did. It. Your mum did struggle. <laughs> it's fair. Not not everyone in the post household had yeah. such a positive experience of the pancake parlor. Your mum struggled with their mix, but yes, we their take home ascertained mix. the. the, we, yeah, the, the she says it's not it's not the same mix as they use at the pancake parlor, and it was also too sticky to get off the yeah. pan. But under cross-examination, we found that she probably didn't put butter in the pan. <laughs> well, actually, by coincidence, I've got another sticky story. <laughs> oh. So at the end of the Pancake Parlor lunch for the Christmas party, they gave us a show bag of Pancake Parlor goodies, which was the mix, some yep. maple syrup, and a $50 voucher <laughs> to return to the Pancake Parlor that when you looked a little cl- closer was expiring on the 31st of December. So we only had two <laughs> weeks to use it. That's a, a, a festively quick return. Yes. <laughs> Bianca and I were hosting uh, everybody at our house for New Year's Eve 
And on the morning of New Year's Eve, we had lots to do, but I said, we have to go to the Pancake Parlour because <laughs> this voucher expires tonight. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so surprised you didn't give it to your mum as a Christmas present. <laughs> So we did. I took my son for the first time ever. It's his first experience at Pancake wow. Parlor. We loved it. We got all the uh, the delicious sweet pancakes. The Alice in Wonderland is my favorite. But yeah, then... Someone, someone's gunning for a re-up on the vouchers. <laughs> well, then we go to scan the voucher at the end of the meal and the maple syrup had spilled into the show bag a little bit and it was stuck onto itself. And when I opened the voucher, it ripped the barcode. And they would not honour. The, they would not honour the voucher. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which might I add, I, we ordered strategically for the whole meal to equal about fifty dollars, <laughs> <laughs> so that there would be no transferring of money at the cashier. But I had to pay full price for the. Uh, what did you try to send it upstairs? What What was that moment where it wouldn't work? You would have. You like, would have. I tell you, it was looking at it was looking at my wife in the eyes, and they're saying, "Should." Like, take, like the guy this? upstairs will know, yeah. and she'll remember said, no, me. Like, just let's pay, let's just pay the money. Yes. And so she wouldn't let me escalate it. But you had I been on my own, or if she'd already been at the car, I would have. <laughs> oh yeah, you'd have. Would have been. Would have been a lie <laughs> down protest. Would have been like the environmental protest where you just glue yourself to the counter with maple syrup. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving until you honour this. <laughs> Great update, Jack. Hang. Oh, I hope in my heart that they actually. Did that they were like, yeah, chuck a few of those syruped vouchers. It <laughs> <laughs> gets them every okay. time. Hey, you're up there. Okay, I, I want to let's leave the pancake parlor behind for a moment because this is this was given to me by my friend of mine, Dan, and she was like, "Hey, you still doing pancake stuff on the podcast?" <laughs> and I said, <laughs> "Look, we do other stuff. Yeah. You know, just ask Chat GPT. Like, we do keep it fresh. We have Andy's still got nine other topics he might hit, but it's we play to our strengths. We play to our strengths, <laughs> and, and we follow mandates." <laughs> yeah. But I said, yeah, look, we, of course, by default, have sort of become a place for pancake complaints to go. Mm. Which meant I've had, got a bit of an issue with a bake, with a shake and bake pancake. Oh, yeah, okay. I said, oh, look, if it's the sticky thing, we did ascertain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really just Jack's mum. Yeah. I mean, damn, I, yeah. can't, I can't do this. She's onto something. Okay. It's, so this is shake and bake you get at supermarkets? And I'm going to have to name bake. and shame the brand because you got to. You got to. Greens, one of the Green. bigger, more popular brands of shake and bake. And often um, you put you put water or milk or, or an egg inside. To the, the line. To the line mm, and then you shake the line. it. Yep. Pour them in. Not often, Ando. Always. Okay. That's how you do a shake and bake. Okay. Jack, am I, you with me? You're there? right. You I'm shaked following and baked. Yeah. Sometimes it's an embossed line on the plastic of the jug. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you can only assume to save money and the mm -hmm. extra cost of embossing the jug, <laughs> it's a printed line on the label of the mm. back mm -hmm. and you okay. fill the water up to then you have to sort of gauge it by by eye sight but and you worry you do have that like oh what if they put the sticker on wrong here is the line going to be wrong is the mix going to be wrong mm. but you still take it because yeah. that's you, you're buying cheap pancakes and that's fine on the back of the greens shake and bake pancake and we are looking here at the cinnamon donut temptations range mm -hmm. the the instructions of this Preheat frying pan and grease well. Jill. <laughs> I mean, that, that's on the back of the pancake bottle ones, but this is just normal. They assume people will do it. Yeah. Shake the bottle to loosen the dry mix. That's yes. fine. Add 300 mils of water and re replace lid. There's no line. You have to measure your own oh, water. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. And so Dan's going, what's going on here? You have to measure your own water. 
Yeah. That's cooking. That's not what you buy shake and bake for. If we're measuring, yep. we might as well just make pancakes. So we've got all the measuring <laughs> yeah, gear out. Yeah, yeah. The whole point of shake and bake right. is we're taking care of the measuring for you. It's all in one system. Okay. They've now outsourced the measuring to you, the consumer. <laughs> that is not your job. That is not your job for shake and bake. We said, all right, this is a bit of a, tra- that is a bit of a travesty, especially when they're billing on the front that this is a premium pancake mix. I mean... <laughs> You can't bill a premium pancake mix if you if you're outsourcing the measuring. Well, you know, during COVID, a lot of the um, uh, restaurants kind of half made meals, and you had to do the end. It was like making you feel like you're doing something. Mm. You think it's part of the experience? They were talking about being a premium. I think it was finished at home. Yeah. Do they think that this? They think by premium, they they're giving you a little bit of, you know, something to do. No, no one's enjoying that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How's this though? Then she goes. Look, I thought I was overreacting. Then look at this. Shook it up. It's full of choc chips left stuck to the packaging on the inside. So the mix has chocolate chips in it. Yep. You shake it up. They're stuck to the inside. Look at that. I'm like, that is terrible. So you, 300 mils isn't the right consistency to get the choc chips out. Moving. Of yeah, mm, I'm saying that. The pack, there's literally 50 choc chips stuck to the inside. You can't get them out, Jack. Yeah, well, that's that, that, my, my problem with shake and bakes in the first place is you never get all the powder. You can never get down into the corners. No which matter. Which is fine. You shake which all is day. Fine, but if, if you're including, <laughs> yeah, if you're including a treasure like a chocolate chip, yes. you've got to understand mm. the disappointment that's going to arise, especially when you've got a see-through package. Yeah, you see the out. chocolate chips on the inside, so it's yep. taunting you that they're in there. But then this is for the real knives out slash glass onion fans amongst us. <laughs> Hang on, didn't I say the flavour was cinnamon donut? Mm. What's a choc chip doing in a cinnamon donut <laughs> flavour anyway? anyway. <gasps> yes. So the crimes against pancakes stack up yes. here with the, this. This Pun is like. Intended. <laughs> well, they don't stack up because you can't make pancakes. Yeah, but true. Yeah. But it, it, I was shocked that mm. this is what Greens is putting out mm. as, as, a, as an acceptable form of pancake. Yep. You would think if you get a job in the shake and bake department at Greens, that is one of the most coveted jobs in the Greens empire. Yep. I don't really know what else they make, but I think it's more to do with like, isn't it food coloring and like cake? No idea. Never mix heard you. of them to be honest. But, um, it's like part yeah. packet mix and, okay. you know, vanilla yeah. essence and right. But that, that would be, you'd start there. Like you'd start in food and coloring. you'd work your way up. And you'd be dreaming of the shake and bake department. Yeah. And then to get there and to invent a flavor called yep. cinnamon donut that you put chocolate chips in and you don't bother putting a line on the packet for. Mm. I mean. Come to us in writing grades if you to defend yourselves because. The last thing I want is obviously to start the year and get someone fired from their job. Mm. But I can't see how <laughs> we could, <laughs> this guy can they could keep their job. <laughs> I can't see it. Haim, hey, if anyone uh, wants to contact the show, hamishnerdy.com is where you go. Um, you can just drop us a line on anything. Um, mm-hmm. But also you can fill out a very important podcast form which uh, allows you to be a bit more deeply involved in the show, particularly if you'd like to be recognised for a special skill, something that you are yep. uniquely great in and not enough people have given you credit for. Mate, over the government mandated uh, podcasting break, as well as lots of gnashing of teeth and waving of fists from us, I did have a chance to go through the emails and, gee, some absolute rippers came in. <laughs> no no greater than this. Mm. I thought we had to start off with a young man named Joel. Um, let us quickly read you his email. Mm. Ahoy, boys. I have the most incredible special skill. I am a freak. At fish identification. <laughs> I am so, with five O's, good. You should have me on the show. I'm pretty incredible. You could show me pictures, describe its features. Heck, 
I'd even attempt a description of its behaviours based off its behaviours, location and feeding patterns. Brackets, although that might be a bit more difficult. (laughs) Hit me up. You want this. Joel, we do. We did want it. Joel, how are you? We do, we did, we do. Joel, how are you, mate? Ahoy, boys. How are you going? Very well. We are great, Joel. This this put a real smile to our face uh, as we're putting the show together this morning and we thought we would, we came up with a system, Andy, Jack and I... Mm. I've come up with an exciting look. I don't know if there's spillover into possibly a TV game show, yep. but I, <laughs> I don't think I don't think we should rule it out at this stage. Agreed. Um, Alongside celebrity medicine cabinets, so we're building a little bit, little of, bit a of an empire. Folio, aren't we? <laughs> okay. Do I get a percentage, or am I more of a host or a participant, or oh, what? I can't go to this you again. S- you certainly <laughs> are a very, very special first guest. <laughs> uh, Joel, the way this is going to work is uh, we've each been handed a picture of a fish. Uh, we don't know what fish uh, we've individually got. Yep. But we are going to be allotted 30 seconds each to describe the fish one at a time to you. And off our descriptions, you have to guess. We have 30 seconds to, to, of within to guess which fish it is. Yes, okay. Um, you okay. can guess multiple it, times, but I it, don't yeah. want you just to run through every fish in the catalogue within 20 and seconds. Well, that would take a while, so yeah. Okay. How many fish are there in the catalogue? Oh, I mean, <laughs> you would think thousands, but... Yeah, there's, there's lots of fish, so I hope you haven't gone too obscure. No. I mean, I think I had a look at it this morning, but I think there's like 160 groper, which are like they all look super similar. No, we haven't gone too deep. No, no, we, we haven't gone. We don't we have any of those gone, fish with a little we, lamp on their heads. Um, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anglerfish. <laughs> He's on. <laughs> hey, I mean, Joe, when you say you had a look at it this morning, what are we talking about there? The book of fish, the ocean? <laughs> what, what did you have a look at? Oh no! I just I just searched up how many groper species there were because I knew there'd be a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. We, we we haven't. We won't. We we are on your side here. We yeah. want a good show as much as the people listening do. And some important things to note, I think, here are we're going to be trying as hard as we can. We obviously want mm-hmm. you to win. Mm. Um. So we're not. We can't throw it. We're on team. We're on your team. Mm. We're on team fish identification. Positive. Well, me too. Yeah. Um. And look, there. So there are four fish. Obviously, there's a Jack round, there's a Hamish round, there's an Andy round. Then there's an all-in <laughs> where we will all yell at you the description of the fish and it will be your job to sort of filter out the most important details because yeah. um, we'll be excited. Mm. I think we're all excited to play the all-in round um, and see how that goes too. Jack then did suggest there could be a fifth round <laughs> where you pick your two favourite describers and they do a d- doubles round. Andy squashed that, uh, and I think the phrase was, this is going to go on for an yeah. hour. But when the TV show comes along, that is still we'll in need the works. That. That's exactly right. We'll oh, need true, that kind true. of... Good ideas, yeah. We, we will need, need that sort of thing segment. for segment segment three. I mean, I, I will say this, it's it's pretty dependent on your descriptions, so... Hey, great. Yeah. Part of the game. Great. We would game. expect no less than for you to be laying the laying the early foundations for the blame game, which might be segment, <laughs> segment need, five. No <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. Is it extinction movement or its dorsal fin? This fish, this fish. Describable, this fish, this fish. It's gettable if you're Joel Clifton. Joel Clifton. Lovely. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. The guys yep. will start their 30 second clock. Who's going first? Is it I'm Jack first? Are oh, you first? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Just as long as it's not me. <laughs> You can count me in. 
Okay, you ready, Ando? Yep. Okay, good luck uh, to everyone involved, just be you describer or listener. Time starts now. It's a bright yellow tail. It's got what looks like a black mohawk that starts from the top of its crown and its eyes all the way back to that tail. There's a yellow fin underneath, smaller one at the kind of the back third, and a big black fin at the bottom of it, which kind of acts as a rudder, it looks like. Tiny uh, side fins, a bit of a stump nose, um, eyes that look like a fish. Um, mm. Blue, it's, got, it's, it's dotted, <laughs> it's black <laughs> dotted, uh, and, okay. and a golden Time crown. Time is up. Time's up. On the oh, lead, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, can I ask how long it is? Is it? Or is it's it is that description not time? So it's, 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 a, it's also a there's no, so. banana, there's no banana for scale, unfortunately. <laughs> it is underwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's so hard. Is it? Um, I, I'm thinking maybe a rooster fish or some kind of wrasse. But um, are either of those in I the ballpark? I guess it looks a bit like, an, a, look like half an arm length. Mate, what, we're what, well out of the 30 seconds here. Wait, I'm just guessing. <sighs> no, nah, um, that's, that's all i got, rooster fish. Aim. Oh, good eating. It's a mahi-mahi. Oh, you're joking. You just said it was green. He said yellow tail. Yeah, it's the whole fish oh, He's is a green. bit rainbowy. Like, yeah, he, start, yeah, he is green at the front. Now yeah, I'm looking at it. Like, the head should be super, well, it depends on how big it is, but, like, a bit flat. Unless I'm colorblind, like that looks head? bloody yellow to me, eh? No, but green at the front, wouldn't you it say It does go green head? to yellow, yeah. Oh, yep. it's me up, Andy. Come on, oh, Joel. The blame game has okay. started. Well, Andy has put in a what you'd have to say not a great performance to be selected in the mythical pick your two favorite describers round. Um, um, who's next? I'll um, go next. Jack can go okay, next. Jack, okay, Jack. Good luck. Are you ready? Okay, sorry, Joel? timekeeper. Yes, yes. Okay. Come on, Jack. Sorry, that, All right, good luck. Okay, Jack. Time starts now. I'm opening my fish. Okay, oh. cone head. Cone head is my first clue. <laughs> Uh, but more triangular at the head and then um, regular fish tail. <laughs> Two fins at the bottom, one fin at the side, and then let's get into the colours. Three black stripes diagonal running, like if they start at the front at his forehead, they run diagonally back to his tail. He is pink or a light brown. He has a look on his face like... Stop. <laughs> Did you look at Jack, did you look at the fish beforehand? No, I thought we were meant to see it for the first time. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, the, the smiling doesn't really add anything, but I like the extra detail. Has <laughs> a look on his and face he's, like he's a, waiting for the bus look, and just wait for a great day. Look at his face like he's just agreed to go camping with his wife's sister's family, but he's also just forgotten he was meant to play golf and he doesn't know how to get out of it. What I was going to finish, he's got a look on his face like he's giving you a nod, like you've seen him in the hallway and he's nodding but he's not saying hello <laughs> oh that's a spotted crystal <laughs> they always look like that oh pete from so accounts. what are you thinking mate oh i mean i think it's a, a pelagic so like as in a bigger fish i'm thinking maybe a type of tuna but i'm not sure what one it could be cone head maybe i'm thinking more like a wahoo because they've got a very like long nose nose head Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Brim. It's a crested morwong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that a good one, Joel? Oh, I mean, there's about five different morwong species, so mm. a bit hard, but I will. 
No, that's okay. okay. Guess what? It's, the game's not over. You've still got to. We still. Have. Well, I said it two more rounds. <laughs> yeah, Andy's <laughs> prediction now is making sense. Um, maybe Andy foresaw a little bit of this, but hey, I'm confident you've I could. You've seen the picture, haven't you? Yep, I've seen the picture. I actually have thought a little bit more rather than describe. Say things like, okay, here we go, getting into the descriptions now, which is a little bit of a time burner. <laughs> I think I think uh, I've got some descriptions that will help you. This is for all. Try and, um, try and do the most defining features, not just like. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Smiling. <laughs> a bright, which even for tail. a clownfish, even a clownfish isn't smiling, so it doesn't help. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll time you home. You ready? Here we go. Go. Okay, large flat fish, as in tall and flat, uh, has a very large dorsal fin at the top and a s- almost same size one at the bottom. It's grey. It's got a big knobbly head. I think I actually know this fish, and if I'm not mistaken, they're very heavy. Um, it's it's eye. It's got a small eye set back and a, just a flat side fin that almost looks like a bit of a clam. You're looking, and then a very ugly tail, like bunched up. Um, almost like a cloud-shaped Time. tail. Not a traditional Time. Oh, okay, so very large. Do you think round? You mean like yeah. almost yeah. perfectly round or yeah. not? Yeah, that's that's. Okay, well, it's got to be like a sunfish or a sole or a flounder. Ocean sunfish. I think it's a sunfish. I think it's a sunfish. Here we go. Now we're Lovely. cooking. Now we're cooking. Thanks, Ham. That was the beauty. That's what we want to see in the TV version. Yes. You had a very distinct-looking fish, though. Yeah, it's very, very specific. Mm. Yeah. Well, are we yeah. they the weigh about 100 in? kilos, don't they, sunfish? They're very heavy. Are we bothering yeah. with the all-in? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think yeah. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's what I the fans want. I know you're having fun, Joel, but I'm just until everyone else wants to endure this. <laughs> no, come on. This is great. And okay, now let's all have a little look yeah. at the all-in fish. Yep. <laughs> do, we want to, do we want to divide it up or not? No. I think no, no. All-in. It's all in. <laughs> this is why people stick through the ads to watch the last part of the TV show. Oh, quick, Mum, Dad, the All In's coming. <laughs> all right, are we ready? Yes, I'm ready. On your marks, get set, go. A very normal okay, silvery, fish. silvery long, blue colour, blue along the top, silver along tail. the belly, long and thin, long and thin, almost like a shark's um, profile, but certainly not a shark. It's frowning, like almost frowning, tiger-like not, stripes, don't. like very faint tiger-like stripes Ooh. all the way down. Yeah. Has, yes. a, has one of those little mohawk fins that start just behind the, behind the gills and goes to the dorsal fin, then that's over. And then at the back end of its tail, it looks like it's got little chainsaws yes. all the way down both yes. sides. All the way, yeah, from the dorsal. Chainsaw bottom. What, what do we got? Oh, okay. It's got to be a Spanish mackerel. Yeah! yeah! That's the beauty of the all-in! That's how you all in! in. What is that? That is how you all in. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was pretty good. It was very, very good. good. Very that, good. The worm has turned on this segment. <laughs> that is now pure excitement. Even for people that... This is like Drive to Survive. You don't have to be an F1 fan. Like, you just enjoy the thrill of a man... Naming a fish. <laughs> well, I, I've got a question for you, boys. Mm. Yep. If I can come up with a really interesting fact for the first one, the dolphin fish, mm. mahi mahi, mm. would it would that be coin worthy or mm. too boring? No, it wouldn't. But thanks very much for your time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Guys, I saw the weirdest thing during the government mandated break. In fact, you guys, you're not going to believe me. Mm-hmm. Someone podcasting? 
<laughs> not as wild as Check that. Check thy eyes. <laughs> Would have been a mirage, sir. Um, I think it's. I actually think it's crazier than seeing four people that looked vaguely like Guy Sebastian. Which never happened because it started as two and then every time you retold the story, it got more guys. Simple explanation, simple explanation, lookalike contest on, (laughs) caught him either going to or coming from. (laughs) Simple explanation. Now, if you're about to tell me you saw three Tiguans in a row, (laughs) my dad's uh, model of a car my dad drives, very hard to get, as as verified by a Volkswagen dealer. My question to you is, are you sure it wasn't a T-Cross? Because <laughs> <No, laughs> they are nothing, they're a similar model. Not T, not Tiguan related. Um, in fact, in fact, I'll tell you both what happened. Mm-hmm. And if you believe me, <laughs> you have to say, the first thing you have to say is, I believe you, rather than yep. any shocked. And I'll turn to you, Jack, and you can say, I believe okay. you. Okay. So I'm at Bunnings. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably getting some, something to pop up on Instagram to prove <laughs> hasn't lost touch. No. Before, oh, before a sta- asking. A stage going to Bunnings. St- yeah, before asking if there's some sort of um, butler service <laughs> that can fetch tools for you. I was actually there for the third time. Before calling day. Makita going, yes, I'm just here looking at the stuff I want for yeah. free. Yeah. <laughs> Send us this. Pretending to eat a sausage through the bread, then getting out his knife and fork when the cameras are away. <laughs> I actually there for the third time because I bought the wrong plug three times, a laundry plug, um, and had to go back. And sausages were on. So I decided to reward myself with a sausage per visit. And I was lining up. You're accidentally incentivizing failure, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) On some level. Yeah, yeah, I was. was. So you're right. I shouldn't have. I should have. You should punish yourself with no sausage for being being a silly sausage (laughs) and getting the wrong plug. When we say laundry plug, what do you mean? For the sink? Yep. Yep. Whole trip. Well, yeah, because it was it. We, we broke. I, I actually broke the laundry plug, so I went back to get, to get it replaced, and then yeah, got the wrong it's one. Jam a sock in there. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. I, I'm frustrated I would because never, I would just wait until there's like three things. Yeah, that I, I, need I, I always need I always need five things <laughs> yeah. minimum from Bunnings, and then I buy twenty because it's exciting. <laughs> but I guess I'm just slightly peeved, Ando, because I'm in the legal offices every damn day of the holidays. Mm. Um, trying to fight the mandate break, and then I find out you've got time to go for three <laughs> plug trips to Bunnings. Yeah, I was originally getting pickets and oh, yeah. socks. <laughs> Good. Getting placards. Tiki torches to you, stand you, outside the forks. Ministry of Podcasting. Yes. Very good, sir. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, so I thought I'll line up for my third sausage, right? Mm. And I'm behind this person in the line. The person in front of me says, Hi, can I please have a Bunnings sausage? No sausage, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I you. I don't believe you. <laughs> I can't believe you. Did they say can I have a Bunnings sausage? Yes. No sausage. <laughs> They're not selling please. other brands. <laughs> what do you want? You want to have a Mitre 10 sausage? Oh, I wouldn't. We're out of Bunnings. They're pretty old, those ones. <laughs> Quote unquote. No sausage. No so sausage. So a piece of bread. A piece of bread. Onions. Onions. An onion sandwich. And, and mustard. The man, what do you charge? Running, for that? <laughs> man, what do you charge for that? Well, it was the same price because it was two dollars a sausage. But there's the been man, no, there's been no transfer of sausage. The man's <laughs> true. The man didn't blink, as if he that got can't it be regularly. It, it must have happened. But he, I expected him to, to, qual- to qualify. Yeah, hang on, 
you sure you just want a piece of bread with sauce and mustard? <laughs> I, and some, uh, some, I, and there's I, always I so few onions. I understand there's a vegetarian issue here. Mm. Obviously, if you're vego, you're starving, what do you do? Yeah. Um, it is a sausage sizzle. It's going to contain animal products. Yeah. Um, in that case, I don't even think they would be vegan, those things. There's just no way. No. <laughs> like, and they're not really veggie because they're all cooking it on the same grill yeah, anyway. Yeah, but exactly. if, assuming there's a separate thing for the onions, you would have to – if I was a vegetarian, mm. I would say – you wouldn't order it like that. That's probably the bit I'm struggling with. Exactly. Yes. If you're starving, I would say, look, I'm a vegetarian. Exactly. So give me – the quantity, give me a sausage quant level of onions. Give me more onions than you've ever seen before in your life because I'm not buying a sausage. Give me $2 worth of onions and and bread. That's how I order it. Make it feel like a sausage in the hand, but it's onion. Exactly. That's right. Wait, pound for pound, give me uh, a sausage was worth of onions, please. Instead, they ask for a bunning sausage. No sausage, sausage. (laughs) Told you you wouldn't believe me. But I'd like people, anyone that runs... Is this the bit where you go, because I'm making it? No, 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 no. No, what I want to do... I only had to travel there once. I got it right on the first go. I get get my laundry plugs for free, you idiot. No, I'd like if anyone runs any sausage sizzles of any type, rotary outside of supermarket, Mm. outside of Bunnings. Yeah. Has it happened to you before? Because the guy didn't flinch. And it seemed to me as if that's fine. Unless... He thought the sale was so good. Like, yeah, you know, so when, don't, when you're in an auction house yeah. and someone walks in and goes, I'll give you 29 grand for that table and you know it's $1,500. You're like, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Don't flinch. He would have been looking quiet. He would have been looking forward to when they go and tally up the, the overheads at the end of the day. And, they, you know, you assume the crew would have done hundreds mm-hmm. of them. It's like, okay, well, we know how many we sold, so we know how many sausages we are down. And he would have been, no, 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 guys. No, guys. Big news today. We're actually up a fair bit because, <laughs> well, we sold 500 sausages, so yeah, that's 500 down. It's, yeah, not. it's not. We have a surplus sausage. <laughs> We're two bucks up because we sold the surplus sausage. Uh, we've yeah. actually sold 501 Straight sausages. Party, that we've, we've done 501 in sales mm. and we are at only 500 in overheads of sausages. <laughs> so that's, that's why we're flush. Good day. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Hey, you and I get a giggle at a certain, uh, look, company names yep. that seem to narrow themselves down to exactly what they do. And I think niche uh, companies are good because- We you, need them, Ando. We can't, just, we can't just slip into just me- mega stores selling everything. Mm. You need the small operations. But we wanted to know how true people will stand by their brand and their yep. niche store. And uh, we've got a little test that we run this year, Ham. Look, I mean, we have had fun in the past with things. We used to do a segment called Australia's Only. Yes. We, we would like to find businesses that were like, you know, were Australia's, you know, largest laundromat, yeah. et cetera, and we'd challenge them for the title. Stand By Your Brand is in a similar vein mm. where if someone says they only do one thing, mm. we ring as a customer looking to move them outside <laughs> their declared boundaries of business. <laughs> if they stand firm and they refuse to bend... <laughs> Then they will win, mm. we decided, mm. a $50 Hamish and Andy voucher. <laughs> <laughs> when does it expire? It is, it has got, it runs through to the, right through to the end of August. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. the far yeah, more generous than the, bag, <laughs> than the pancake parlor. And so, how do the, what does the voucher entitle you to? For, for you can shop at the Hamish Andy store yep. online, Hamish get Andy one of them. Com. 
must be nice hats. You could get a lost touch with a calm man t-shirt. Or you could exchange it for a two-year $25 voucher. (laughs) So you you can play around with, do I want 50 now? (laughs) Where a lot of stuff is out of stock, obviously. It's sold over Christmas. Mm. Or would I like to take a two-year horizon Mm. to see what else the boys might come up with? but I will be forfeiting half my stake. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to the, that's all the small print. <laughs> Mostly the game is a stand by your brand. Stand by your brand. Hey, what have we decided to start with today? Okay, this caught my eye the other day. Mm. Driving along the freeway, a, a, a promotional van uh, for a company called Floor Mania drives past me. Mm. I always get a giggle. Van company van? This is a company van, sorry. Just like it's that's the that's the van I guess they send out when you get new floors. Yeah, I always do. I love the love idea of a van. <laughs> this is a huge, going a couple huge of billboards, just a floor man. Yeah. But I do love combining a very regular product, yes, like flooring, yes. with mania. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so wild in there. Anyway, so floor mania drives past, and they're loving, they're running with it because the number plate is F mania. Wow. So they really let you know. And I thought. Okay, he's a great candidate mm-hmm. for um, for stand by your brand. They're obviously very keen on flo- floors. They're m- maniacal about them. <laughs> but also, would they give up that number plate? Because you can tell they're pretty right. happy with the number plate. Would If I called from a company called Fridge Mania, for mm. example, could I tempt them away from the F Mania? So what's the plate? level, do we think? I think... I'd obviously be putting in monetary offers. Yes, I would say... If you can get it for three grand, it's a lot of money, but if you offer him three and he doesn't take it. Yeah, if he stands by stands his <laughs> brand up to three, three grand. grand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a win for him and he will uh, get the choice of the two vouchers. <laughs> yes, he'll get 50 immediate dollars or get 25 <laughs> longer term dollars <laughs> to spend at his, um, his choosing at the Hamish Andy website. All right. You happy with that? Three grand? Okay, great. Jack's got We've got them. his number. We've got his number off the internet. Jack's got the number. Um, good luck, Ham, and good luck to uh, Floor Mania. John speaking. Oh, is that John? Yes. No, oh, good day, mate. My name's uh, Greg Adley. How are you going? Good, mate. Um, John, call it. I hope I haven't got you a bad time, but I'm just calling with a slightly left field request. Um, sorry, just checking. You uh, are you the manager or or, or involved in Floor Mania? I am, yeah. I'm involved, yep. yeah. Great. I, mate, we're starting up a business ourselves. Uh, starting in Sydney, looking at opening a Brisbane, Brisbane office and a Melbourne office. Um, not in your game, but you'll understand what I'm asking for in a moment. I saw one of your vans with the number plate F-Mania. Mm-hmm. Is that you guys? Yes, it is one of ours, yeah. Yeah, great. Looks terrific. I'm starting a company, Fridge Mania, and we're doing... Fridges, we'll do freezers as well, but predominantly fridges. Yep. And I'm looking at getting a similar setup with a promotional vehicle. Um, and we've had a play around with different number plates we're trying to get. You're going to buy my one, don't you? Well, I just can't think of anything else that fits in the six digits. Um, our, our, our slogan's Fridgy Dig, but uh, you can't make it work on a number plate. So, yes, I humbly am coming. Fridge Mania is requesting Floor Mania yield yep. their number plate. Um, would you give me the F Mania number plate for five hundred dollars? Oh, definitely not. We've had that for ten years. It'd be, it'd be more than that. <laughs> not for five hundred dollars. Six fifty. 
Nah, I mean, it's been, nah, I've had that for 15 years. Got, have you looked at how much number plates cost online? Yeah, I've had a look. It's, it's hard to get them, isn't it? Oh, it is. I know, I know it's, it's, it suits our business too, like, but it's, everything's got a price on it. Yeah, I know, so, I know. Did you want to email me and then I'll have a think about it, about what the best offer is, and I'll come back at you? Yeah, look, three, because well, we're just starting up Fridge Mania and, you know, bloody you know, shipping issues and stuff at the moment, it already were a bit squeezed. I think for yep. novelty number plates, three would be the biggest. Yeah. Three would be as high as a, yep. would you, do you think I'm in the ballpark at three? Would you, would you, would you? I'm probably thinking more than 5,000 marks. So yeah. Yeah. It is what it is, mate. I don't need to sell it. Like I've paid, I've had it 15 years. You know mate, what I, I get mean? It. I get it. Like it's not, no skin off my nose, you know? Hey John. Yo. Guess what? You've stood by your brand. Well done, John. <laughs> it's Hamish actually and Andy here, John. Hamish and Andy here, John, testing your brand. And, oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's, Is that Hamish and Andy? Yep, you hear the segment stand by your brand so much and you never think you're going to end up on it one day. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, and John, not only do you get the to resolve keep... Yep. of yep. people with regards to their brands, we, we had set the limit at three grand. If you accepted three grand, you would have lost. Yeah. But, you uh, held firm. You, held, you firm. held firm. So, John, not only not only does Floor Mania keep its number plate, mm. F Mania, which is a terrific number plate, yes. um, but you also personally, and don't try and split, don't let the other guys try and take this off you because you've won this yourself. Mm. You have won a $50 Hamish and Andy voucher to spend at the Hamish and Andy online store. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> it does expire in a few months. Yeah, or, August, or you can actually. you can choose to have a $25 voucher that expires in two years' time. So you get a bit more time to think about it. Which would you like? Oh, we'll just go for the 50, mate. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's playing hard enough <laughs> with the 50. Thanks, John. <laughs> hey, John, got one quick question before we let you go. Have you had any brothels ring you up and ask for <laughs> F Mania? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John, congratulations. You've done brilliantly. No worries, mate. Good on you, mate. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.